0: Yeah! A Cinco de Mayo extravaganza. We've spent, what, Slee, 25% of the show so far talking about food? That's How do we a already get ratio. an hour
1: in? How are we already an hour in?
0: I don't, what happened
1: to, to, to already lose an hour?
0: We're all, we're all pretty excited. Can we? Uh, can I Can I add a late addition to Ask Slee that I just saw? Absolutely, you can. From none other than Steve Mason? Can, can I throw that in there? Of course, definitely. Do you miss working with Steve Mason? Hashtag Ask Slee. I
1: don't sleep good at night anymore, Trad. <laughs> you know I, I miss Mace. Yeah. I miss Mace. We don't uh there's no I,
0: I, I'm 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 detecting a level of false sincerity in your voice right now. You know first what's thing, coming up in a month actually from a year ago? It's first thing the anniversary I got
1: first th- of oh, the hot dog of, eating contest. Of, of of hot dog eating champion Alan Slewa beating mace. Mace said I you sound like you're fourteen years old. That's what uh <laughs> <laughs> that basic text to me. You sound like you're fourteen years old.
0: That 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 is always kind of a weird dynamic when you go back to your folks' place and it because Slee, you don't have your own kids yet it it really doesn't go away until you get to have your own kid and kind of boss them around because then when when you go into your own your old house your, the house that you grew up in yeah. it's like yeah well they're kind of in charge here I got, this really isn't my domain it's not until you get to have your own place and you get to be the one that's calling the shots
1: it is kind of weird to be honest with you like, it is just kind of think about like the evolution of your life or family or whatever the case is it's once you leave the house it is never the same and I've been. When I leave, I think I was 19 years old when I left, something along mm-hmm. those lines. It is never the same. You know what I mean? Like no. you can't just—you never walk in and it's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm home. I mean, yes, it is your—it was your home, but it's not your home it's not. anymore.
0: You don't—it—it it smells different. It looks different. It looks smaller. It's all of those things, right? It's always a little bit different. Like I wouldn't do it like that. I did in my house. Let me tell you how things go, right?
1: No, I, that's and that's uh, definitely uh, a parent perspective, right there.
0: You don't want to uh, offer any uh, commentary on my beard, the picture that I sent you?
1: Oh, by the way. Yeah, that's right. You threw that in there. Um, Got to be honest with you. This is uh, this is a solid beard. Why, yeah. Why'd you go away from it?
0: Uh, well, I I kind of go back and forth. I wear it for about a few months a year, and that's about it. It's, it's gross. It feels dirty and itchy, and I don't like it. My wife likes it, so I grow it occasionally, but it's not my thing.
1: Yeah, I, I did that for a while. I tried growing a beard. I can't do it either. I can't. You yeah. got it. There's like a certain. There's a window you got to get past to where you start feeling comfortable with it, and you know you got that itchy phase, and you got to put the the oils or whatever you got to do on it. I never get. Well, past I didn't that oil point. it. I
0: just. I'm. I'm just like Lever 2000, just rubbing it on my face like a like a uh, gold miner from the 1849s. I'm just lathering up in the sink and look like Santa Claus.
1: You use zest. Zest is your <laughs> thats your preferred method of, uh, of maintaining the beard. Lever 2000
0: head to toe. Literally from <laughs> the few hairs I have left all the way down to my feet. It's, it's all one bar. Shout out to Lever 2000 who's been keeping me nice and clean for 20 years.
1: If you'd have told me tonight that Hashtag there no would sponsor. be a, a shout out to Lever 2000.
0: For all your 2000 parts. Wasn't that their slogan?
1: <laughs> I have no idea, but that's great. That is yeah. great
0: yeah all right um looking at the dodger game right now they're still tied uh to in chicago they're gonna tr- they're trying to win one game in this series they lost both of the games yesterday kershaw had the worst start of his career lasted one what inning. did he
1: throw 39 pitches or something yeah, like one, that
0: one inning four runs thanks for coming and putting an incredible tax on the bullpen right out of the gate hmm. game one of uh a double header and Slee, I, I mean they've lost 12 of 16 and if you would have told me that this team was going to go through a funk like this, I would have thought the odds were incredibly low. I would have thought it would be low for the Dodgers to lose more than two or three games in a row. Mm-hmm. They haven't won back-to-back games in nearly a month. It's just extraordinary.
1: Um, you, uh, but Before, we we did some shows right as the season was starting, and they got off, obviously, to that fast start. I think you said 13-2. and two. Uh, By the way, since then, the worst record in the NL, 4-12. and 12, That stretch there, okay? That's amazing. If – you were, you know, obviously speaking about it doesn't matter. Even if some of the injuries that they had, they had so many different guys that they can go to. Um, they're probably going to win a hundred plus game. That the division won't even be close. You know, we're talking about the Lakers and about how time is. We're losing time where time was playing to the Lakers' advantage when AD and LeBron got hurt. Now it's playing against the Lakers and they're running out of time it's a long season. I mean, it'd be ridiculous for us to be worried about the Dodgers, but I will say this, I think it's fair to say to Trav or I think it's fair to say that yeah, there you know, maybe there's some confidence with other baseball teams thinking maybe the Dodgers aren't invincible. Maybe, you know what, maybe over the course of this 162 game grind, we can win a series against the Dodgers. And I I'm not saying that their losses in April and May are going to be the difference of whether they win a World Series, but I also don't think that this is small. I think this is there is something for them to be playing as bad as they've played over the last 16, 18 games or so.
0: Yeah, I, I think the, the, the big part for me is the rest of the league is collecting some data on how to get these guys out, right? They, 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 you, trust me, when they go into the postseason, and I'm still 100% convinced that they're going to make the postseason— But when they go in there, there's going to be, okay, Corey Seager doesn't do well against these pitches, that Mookie Pet struggles in these situations. And I know there's a book on these guys, but they're getting – I mean, let me me give you some numbers here really quickly because this is extraordinary. This was coming into tonight, but the Dodgers have only scored three runs through ten innings, so it hasn't changed much. Corey Seager's batting 200 in his last 23 games. Mm. Max Muncie's batting 089 in his last 18 games. Betts is averaging 237 in the last 19. Edwin Rios is batting 078 all season. Austin Barnes is under 200. Will Smith is under 200. Gavin Lux is under 200. That's, what is that? That's six different guys, Mm. and five of those six guys play every day. Okay? So, all of these guys have gone bad at the same time. It It is the least satisfying answer in the world, but I think it's the accurate answer. That's baseball. Hmm. That just sometimes everybody goes bad at the same time. I think the offense is 100% fine. When Cody Bellinger comes back, I think stuff will start to click. Mookie's so good. He's just he's just in a bad way. Same thing for Seager. They'll be fine. That's the part you can just kind of say, eh, whatever, keep it moving. The part that I think is real, starting pitching's fine. The Dustin May thing we'll talk about in a minute. How they get from when the starter is done to the end of the game, I think, is a question. And and we're talking about Victor Gonzalez is the only guy, when that bullpen gate swings open, you're like, sweet, it's Victor Gonzalez. He's the guy that you feel really good about. The rest of them, it's kind of, well, let's see which one we get tonight. Kenley Mm -hmm. pitched last night, looked great. And, you know, if we saw him again tonight, who knows what you're going to get. David Price is hurt. There's there, uh, Bruce Star Gratterall is hurt. You got mm-hmm. Trinan who can look like he's never going to give up another hit one night, and then the other night there's guys on base all over the place. You just don't know what you're going to get. And now they got guys, whether it's like White, whether it's a guy like uh, Clevenger last night, just guys that you just they're they're those are not the guys who are supposed to be pitching in these games. These were guys that were going to be long guys on any given night, but now all of a sudden they're pitching high leverage innings in a skid, and you can see maybe that's the soft spot of this team.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, Trav, so here we are in May. Do you think this is something that, okay, they got to address because you don't feel like it's going to change over the next couple of months? Or do you feel um, therein, like you mentioned, you could just use the, the some of the batters that you were talking about being in a slump, or is this just part of the 162 game grind? It's not. It's not going to be as big of a deal down the road. Or no, this is this is a problem that they're going to have to address.
0: I wouldn't touch a thing offensively. Not one thing. Just that th- th- it will. It- it wouldn't surprise me. But what about that bullpen? Do- what I, I guess that's what I'm referring to is more man. the bullpen. I, I, think, I think that's where you really think about, okay, where do we have assets? Mm-hmm. You know, Maybe it's in the starting rotation. Maybe it's down in the minor leagues. Maybe it might be to find some guys that can get you those bridge innings or to get you those last three outs in the ninth inning. That feels to me like the spot where the Dodgers are a little bit gettable. And, look, th- this is why the Dodgers have done such a good job. They have guys that they can move. Sure, the teams would love Matt Beattie. Teams would love Edwin Rios. Teams would love Kyber Ruiz, who's the number one prospect in there. Teams would love Gavin Lux. I mean, they got guys that you could move that could get you something coming back the other way. They can do it. Now, maybe they don't think they need to. Maybe they think they need to get Gonsolin in the rotation. Everybody slides back a little bit into mm-hmm. the bullpen, and you get a little deeper. Get David, David Price, Price healthy. LC, right. All, all mm-hmm. of those, but – the pitching, not the starting pitching. I'm not worried about that at all. You know, you got Bauer and Kershaw and Bueller. Bueller was great again tonight. Urias has been great all yeah, season that's long. No problem. That right. that's not the problem. As much as it sucks to lose Dustin May to that injury, it, and again, let me let me be crystal clear with this. I I'm bummed he lost he got hurt because I really like watching pitch. It almost doesn't matter. They've got so many guys that can do that. There you go, there's a double off the wall, it's gonna score one run. Um But the bullpen, because now if you have to fill that hole, now all of a sudden the bullpen's a little thinner.
1: Yeah, and and by the way, I think you you emphasize that it's a big loss in the sense that you know Dustin May's out. Was he the recovery time? I think uh, twelve to sixteen months, something along those lines. So it's not even you're going to lose him. Obviously, this year you were. I remember coming into the season, many Dodger fans were as well. They're so high on Dustin May, and then he's got this that he's got to deal with for a year plus. But there's something that you know you mentioned there. The Dodgers have the luxury of depth where many other teams don't have that luxury. So whether that depth is um, on a day-to-day basis or, Travis, that depth is we have to go plug a hole, we have all these assets that we can come back with and plug a hole with, they really are. I mean, I I think it's shocking that they're sitting in the position that they are, that they're 17 and 14. I wouldn't have thought that. I think most people wouldn't have. But I don't think there's any – I mean, if I I ask the question – Who who are you more concerned about, the Lakers or the Dodgers right now? I don't think it would be a question you'd be more concerned with the Lakers because of their predicament and the timing than than the Dodgers' position.
0: I was surprised. I put up a Twitter poll this morning on my Twitter page by uh, Pizza Hut. Nobody out pizzas the Hut. Um, And it was like two to one. I I thought it would be much more heavily tilted towards the Lakers. I thought it would be like four out of five or eight out of ten. I guess that's the same thing. But I thought it would be much more tilted towards the Lakers and it wasn't. It was. It was favored by the Lakers, but not by as big of a gap as I thought. I think that's a good question too. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Do you have any real concern for the Dodgers considering the runway? And if you're comparing the two, which one is, is a more dire situation? I, I would not be surprised at all. They, play, they have an off day tomorrow. They play the Angels on Friday night. They have a series there. I wouldn't be surprised if all of a sudden it clicked and the Dodgers won. 18-22. They'll turn things around. No, Do- Dodgers are gonna
1: Dodgers are gonna turn things around. For the Lakers, they're just so dependent on one person to be healthy. That's the worry that's the difference, right? That's the worrisome factor that you have with the Lakers is you're depending on one player. It's all about his health. Playoffs are coming up. Dodgers, you got how many different players are obviously gonna contribute on a night to night out basis and a lot of time.
0: Dellinger coming back too that's going to help a great deal all right so shaq finally responded to uh getting left off of genie bus's all-time laker list we will hear what he had to say about that and whether or not it makes it any better that's coming up next travis and slee 710 espn alan
1: told me this is his favorite Mm. song
0: is this year by special request lee
1: listen man I i gotta educate you trav uh
0: must be 21 plus and present in select states gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER terms and conditions apply see app for details
1: you just don't fully understand it uh me the middle eastern me growing up in san diego california I, i'm the one yeah. that could speak to cinco de mayo i can speak well, to cinco de mayo
0: it's the san diego part right i mean it's what is it half an hour from mexico that you should have some right on the border influence here. in your life right right on the
1: border here by the way you know uh I, I'm coming up with a business plan here. I'm just curious if you want to invest in this Trev. You don't have to do it right now. I don't. I don't Hit need me. a response right away. Uh, I should come. Point. I should come with a PowerPoint presentation.
0: What's your mission statement?
1: Ends only.
0: <laughs> you know what they call that? Dumpster diving. Because ends? if you go behind any restaurant or deli or something, there's going to be nothing but ends in their trash can.
1: We don't sell anything in between. Just the ends. Ends of the bread.
0: Why not? Why not? I like this. solid Can I music tell- here. It's fantastic. Can you should have
1: worn one of those sombreros during the show.
0: <laughs> I sh- you know what? They're about you 10 feet away from me. I could probably go get them. Um, <laughs> um, this is good news because the ask Slee questions keep coming in, even though we're done with ask Slee. And I okay. really like it when it comes from a name I don't recognize. And this is from Tony Samuels. So I'm going to hit you with a late ask Slee. What do you got,
1: Tony? What do you got over there?
0: Would you rather see the Lakers in the play-in tournament or open with a red-hot Clippers in the first round of the playoffs with a still-reeling LBJ? I, I hope he means healing and not reeling because I don't think he's reeling, but I do think he's healing.
1: So get into the play-in tournament and take your chances there or play the Clippers in the first round? Yes. Is that basically the, the question?
0: I think that's exactly the question. The question is, would they be better off going into the play-in and getting Utah or Phoenix? You know what's funny? That's a, that good, question. That's a, a good question. That's a
1: good question. Let, let me that's actually... It, the, the way the Western Conference standings are going right now, Trav... Everybody's jockeying for position, so there's nobody mailing it in at this stage of the season, right? Clippers and Denver, they're right neck and neck. Utah, Phoenix, neck and neck. Lakers, Portland. I go down the list. All these different teams are neck and neck. Um, If you said, "Give me a team that you like to play in the first round," any team. Who do you want to play in the first round? That's realistic, right? Denver would be my top choice. Denver would be. With them first. That would be my first pick. If you said, "Okay, give me another team," it's not going to be Denver. Why
0: you want Denver first?
1: It's not going to happen without Jamal Murray for them. It's just not. Um, They're a fantastic team. By the way, I'd be avoiding that team in the first round. I'd be avoiding that team for as long as I could if Jamal Murray was there. I thought they would have a legitimate chance to potentially... They've
0: continued to play well without him.
1: They've played well without him, but in a seven-game set, Jamal Murray is so key. So I'll I'll take Denver in the first round. Plus, I think Lakers, what Jokic is and how great he is... Lakers have three centers that that can go up against him. I mean, what I'm talking about, Anthony Davis can play the center. Drummond could try to push him around for a little bit. Marcus All. So it doesn't. I don't think the Denver matchup is much worse for the Nuggets than it is for the Lakers. Okay, okay. so that's the first team. The second team, Phoenix. I'd rather play the Suns than the uh, the Jazz and the Clippers. Jazz and Clippers, I'd like to avoid if we can, as in avoid, as in play them a little bit later in the in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I, I think you're on to something here. I, I don't think you want the Clippers in the first round with LeBron not either A, not being there, or B, not being healthy. I, I think your better draw is Phoenix, and I think your better draw, my, I, I might differ on you with the Utah piece. Utah's really good, obviously, but I think that that one might be a little bit different. I, I would not, that one would not make me go, okay, they're cooked. The way that the Lakers have looked the last month or so, the Clipper and the Clippers are playing really well, and it's just—it's still just not sold
1: like on the Clippers. I don't know what it is, Trav. Uh, I'm still not sold on uh, the Clippers. I watched—they uh, had a game on Saturday against the Denver Nuggets, right? So Denver was here for two games. They play Lake. They played Clippers first, then they played Lakers. I'm watching Paul George and. Um, some there's just something with Paul George mentally, in my opinion, that things have changed since the Indiana days or, you know, because there was a time that was a bad dude. I mean, there, there was a time where you walked on the court and Paul George was, um, if he wasn't the best player on the floor, it was because there was other, you know, MVP caliber players that were there. That's not the same Paul George. Um, I watched Jokic just dominate them, and I don't know if they have an answer for a big. So I get people are high on the Clippers, but to be honest with you, until they actually show it in the playoffs, it's tough for me to believe. If you said, Allen take one team or the other, Clippers, or the Utah Jazz, right now in a seven-game set, I'd take Utah.
0: Yeah, I don't like them against either one. I, 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 I'm really worried about LeBron's health. Because without, with, and again, this I'm is with not, you on
1: that. Yeah.
0: This, this is not you know, deep analysis, but the point is, is that I, the whole run that the Lakers have had for the last six-plus weeks, and even before that with Anthony Davis— was and look as long as twenty three is healthy by the end, uh, nobody's going to want to play them. I don't know if that's true anymore. I, I just don't know if that's true right now with the way that the Lakers are playing, and especially knowing that LeBron tried to come back and it was a very short-lived experiment.
1: Uh, speaking of the Clippers, you um we were we were doing some prep work and you were bringing up some topics,
0: uh-huh. and
1: you were going to talk about the Yankees and the Astros. You to talk about how Yankee fans were treating the Astros. Uh, yeah,
0: I just got a kick out of seeing it yesterday that the mm-hmm. Yankee fans just went off on the Astros because that's, that's the first time since they've played each other since Altuve's buzzer incident. Because remember, last year you only played inside your division, right? You didn't yeah. go and play outside your division. So the Yankee fans just hammered the Astros yesterday. It was great.
1: Well, one of the things you mentioned to me is what team or player do you hate the most? Like, is there mm-hmm. is there somebody that stands out? Trav, I don't know what it is. Like, I, I really... I should not have that much animosity towards the Clippers. I shouldn't, because there's no rivalry there. They haven't played each other in the playoffs. Like there's not that much back and forth that we should sit here. We have this long list. But I don't know what it is about the Clippers. I really don't know. Let me use another good example. Kawhi Leonard went to my went to my university, went to San Diego State University, right? Go Aztecs. And, and and got that and got the uh, university to the Sweet Sixteen. Why I don't know why I despise the Clippers so much but when Denver last year beat the Clippers. <laughs> yeah. Did I tell you the story? Did I tell you, you know, I don't think so. I have um for the most part when I'm done with my post-game show on the Lakers broadcast, right? Post-game show ends, I do another post-game show. It's on YouTube. I do I have my own channel there. I've had it for years and uh-huh. I do another post-game show. I did a Nuggets post-game show. That's how <laughs> <laughs> That's how 14-year-old I was. I did a and, – and every time the Clippers will play like a, a, the Nuggets or the Pelicans, I'll tweet out Pelicans Nation tonight. I'll I've seen you do Nuggets that. Yes. Nation. Like a child. I don't even know why. I don't know why I do it. So if, if there's one team that I despise the way the Yankees were despising the Astros, but those are completely different uh, reasons, yes. completely different reason why the Dodgers obviously despise the Astros – I got something against the Clippers, and I can't really explain it.
0: I, 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 let me take a shot at it, because the Clippers are not the answer to the question for me. I, 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 I've I, always thought that the best way... Hating somebody is not the same thing as... It's not the opposite of loving something, right? Lo- loving something and hating something are about a millimeter apart. Those mm-hmm. emotions are very close to each other. Indifference is the opposite of love, right? That, that if you... I love the Dodgers, right? I'm completely indifferent towards the Angels. Completely indifferent Mm -hmm. towards them. I just, Mm -hmm. I don't wish them any ill will. I don't really care if they win. I don't really care if they lose. I love Mike Trout. I think Otani's amazing. But I just, I'm just not invested in it at all. I hate the Giants. Okay. I hate their orange and black guts. OK, There, there's nothing about I can still close my eyes and see Joe Morgan in the ni- early 1980s running around the bases with his fist in the air. Mm. The Giants had won something like four games that entire year, but they beat the Dodgers on the last day of the season to ruin the Dodgers' season. And they they celebrated like they won the damn World Series. OK, that's why you hate the Clippers. No, that but that's right a, there. But that's because a rivalry they like they've done something. But they've no, no. But like the Giants have
1: done something.
0: No, you know, that, more that's the difference. Than that. Yes. Is, is is the Giants have been
1: incredibly successful, right? And and you could say over the last ten years, or you could look back even more historically. There is there is a a great storyline to the San Francisco Giants. What's the storyline well, for the okay, Clippers? But,
0: but now you're now you're bothering me a little bit here. because okay. here's what's going on. The Giants of the early 2010s were fantastic. They Mm -hmm. won the World Series three times in five years. There's no no shade to throw on that. They won the World Series three times. And you can't, right? (laughs) That's ridiculous. There's nothing to say about that. They were Mm -hmm. great. Okay? Everything they accomplished prior to that, which is very limited, Mm -hmm. was only because they would screw it up for the Dodgers, and that was the, their 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 glory wasn't to hey we won the World Series a bunch of times hey we had Willie Mays hey we had Willie McCovey what these people would
1: do oh you were ready you were ready you would, thought we were would, on podcast form.
0: Party mm-hmm. when they would beat the Dodgers. Dodgers are winning <laughs> World Series. The Dodgers are racking up division titles. The mm-hmm. Dodgers are winning MVPs and Cy Youngs and Rookies of the Year and all these things, and the Giants fans would be like, yeah, we ruined your season. Well, great, you won one. I, 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 it still bothers me.
1: But But by deeply. the way, but by the way, That's what makes that rivalry. There is at least something there. That's, 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 I guess the point that I'm making. You know, we had this conversation. No, this one was different. This was about the Clippers and the Celtics. I'd rather see the Clippers win a championship first before I'd see the Celtics win championship number 18 Mm -hmm. because you're battling that. That's the battle that you have. But it's just, it's comical with the Clippers because there is no history in the playoffs. There is no, well, they won three in five years. There's none of that. Yet we still, uh, we still make that up.
0: They think they've done something. They, they, the Clippers and the the Clippers. Like, yeah, well, we got Kawhi Leonard. And congratulations, Kawhi Leonard did it in San Antonio, Toronto. He didn't do it for wearing your gear. Why do? You, why are you walking around like that means something? Doc Rivers won with the with the Celtics. Okay, and so did Larry Bird. You want to claim him too?
1: Doc <laughs> Rivers also lost uh, up three games to one. What is it? Three times?
0: Twice? Yeah, yes, three times. Once in Orlando, and then twice with the Clippers. The only coach in uh, NBA history to do that. quite the feat see, right there. I like I like Doc a lot. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I my feel I don't like Doc him with the Clippers.
1: Old. Didn't like him with the Clippers. I,
0: I didn't like him on the Clippers because I didn't want good things to happen to the Clippers. But the way that the Clippers went through that entire Donald Sterling mess, that dude navigated. Oh yeah, that yeah, no, no, no. As, and it's like, ah, now I can't hate Doc anymore. That's no, nuts.
1: he's look the dude's a the dude's a leader. I mean, there's been many there's been many good examples of him kind of representing the league the right way, players complimenting the way he treated a certain circumstance, so no. In, in that regard, uh, I can't complain that. I just want to complain about him while he's a coach.
0: All right, I do bad hosting by us. we teased, we got to do the Shaq. Let's do, let's that do it coming come back. back. Plus, the Rams have their quarterback, so who's on the hot seat heading into the season? That's all coming up. Travis Inslee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why?
1: Can I do an Ask Travis? Yeah, hit me. So Andy um, on Twitter Uh says, I just landed in San Diego and need to drive north. I haven't been out west in three years. Mm. Do I go to El Indio for a wet burrito or in and out for a double-double?
0: Oh, that's a good question. Um, I'd go burrito if it were me because like i'm an in and out devotee we've had this conversation i i can uh go deep into the in and out menu and we can break it all down but a a burrito in california is different than almost everywhere else it's It's no question
1: about it go get that burrito yeah go get that burrito don't even think twice i literally told him i said don't overthink this Get to El Indio immediately. Hopefully he takes our advice.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think that's the right decision. Speaking of, I want to read a couple more tweets here very quickly since we were talking about uh, our, our Clipper-Laker topic there a second ago. Francis writes, My Clippers are good enough to lose in the second round as usual. It's what we do. Okay, good. I hope you're right. I like somebody I,
1: embracing it. You know, it's kind of like, <laughs> that's what we do. It's your
0: identity, right? Yeah. You just have to lean into it.
1: Yeah, by, and, by the way, Trav, by the way, just to hit on that for a quick second. Yeah. Until they until they get past it. like Why should anybody think anything different? So yeah. if they end up playing the Lakers in the first round and that ends up happening, I think it's inevitable. I think we'll hopefully get a chance to play the Clippers this year in the postseason. I just don't want to see it in the first round. Hopefully it's a little bit later on.
0: One more here, Slee. It's This is from uh, Ben, and Ben writes, This version of the Clippers would hammer the Lakers with an injury-hobbled LeBron. The Clippers don't have trouble in the opening series. It's the second round they always tend to choke. So he's kind of on the same boat with you, Slee.
1: Did you say that? What did you say? You said, you know what's a very Clippers thing to do is they face Lakers, hobbled, they beat them, and then they yep. lose to the Suns lose, or Utah in the, in the second, second round.
0: round. And, and do it by blowing another 3-1 lead. I mean, let's put the cherry on top of that Sunday. right? It's not just that they're going to lose. They'll win, they'll win three of the first four, probably by an average, I you don't know, 12 or 14 points, and then just come unhinged in the last three games. It's what they do.
1: All right, so we got uh, we got this Shaq. Are, are you playing the clip, or are we explaining it? What are we doing let's here? Let's
0: play it. Let's okay. play it. Curtis, hit us with this. This was Shaq. You know, let, let's back up just a little bit in case anybody might not be entirely familiar with what we're talking about. Jeannie Buss put a list together of her five most important Lakers. Okay, All the
1: smoke podcast. Yep. All
0: the smoke. And so that was the, the question, and the five people she listed did not include Shaquille O'Neal. Here is Shaq's response.
2: So a lot of people, a lot of people's waiting for my response. And this is my response. I'm 49 years old. For the past 10 years, you have to respect people's opinion, even if their opinion is not of yours. I love Jeannie Bus. I have never, will never say anything negative about Jeannie Bus. She gave me 120 million, 100 million, another 80 million. I will never, ever in my life say anything negative about Jeannie Bus and the Bus family. That is her opinion. I respect her opinion. We, as people, need to start respecting people's opinions without having further conversations. A lot of conversations now, you say one thing, I say another thing, it leads to fights. I don't want to have a fight about this. I'm glad my name is mentioned, period. I'm glad my, my statue's in front of Stapleson. I'm glad my jersey's hanging over there. That's her opinion. I love it. Look, I'm not mad about that. Listen, she's Jeannie Buss. That's her opinion. You ask other people, you know, the names vary, so... At forty nine, I'm I'm a lot more peaceful than I was. If I was twenty nine, I would say, "Hold on, LeBron's only been there seven hundred twenty days. How are you gonna put him before me?" <laughs> but look, I'm, I'm yeah. forty nine. I respect people's opinion, and you know, this is we we live in a beautiful world. And I would actually be scared if everybody in the world thought the same. Think about that. If everybody mm-hmm. had the same movements, the same gestures, same facial expression, it'll it, be I think it'll be a lot more scarier. But the, the fact that everyone has different opinions and different cultures and do things different. that's what makes this world a beautiful place. So shout out to Jimmy Bus. Great answer, man. And shout out to Jimmy Bus. I still you sold love you. You you 49? Yes, of course I am. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm not going to be mad about that. I ain't, I ain't tripping off that.
0: Okay, so that's Shaq on his podcast, the big podcast. A couple of things here, Slee, which is great. Because one, if I were 29 instead of 49, I would mention that LeBron's only been here 720 days. Well, you just did. You know, Shaq can't help himself. That's why Shaq is so much fun.
1: 100% took that shot. Like, let me just also make sure, as I say, that I don't care about this. I counted the days that LeBron James <laughs> has been in Los Angeles. It's
0: so, it's so wonderfully Shaq. He's taken the high road. It's just a pleasure to be mentioned. She gave me 120000000 million. I'm never going to say anything bad about the buses. She can have her opinion, and this is what's wrong with the world, that when we disagree, we have to turn it into something personal. It's all good. She, LeBron is here for 120 days. Mm-hmm. It's just it's wonderfully Shaq. I love every minute of it.
1: By the way, I don't disagree with him. You know, I, I – um... I would not have Shaq on my top five most important list. Neither would I. But I would not have LeBron on my top five most important list either. Neither so I, I would have Shaq on that list before LeBron. Uh, let's not, you know, let's not forget Shaquille O'Neal. Let's not, you know, I, I know sometimes we want to. Uh, maybe because it was Shaq and Kobe you had to pick between you know there was pick the sides whatever the case is Shaq was the baddest man in the league for a long time and when he was rocking the purple and gold that was three championships three finals MVPs let's not yep. let's let's not pretend that that wasn't the case um, LBJ yep, but- uh, you know I, I just say this real quick Trav we we kind of the top five most important. Um, individuals on the Lakers, you and I chat about Dr. Jerry Buss should be on there. You want to make a case for Chick Hearn. You want to make a case for Jerry West. You can do that. I pick others before Shaq, but I also pick Shaq before LeBron.
0: I think the only three guys on that list that just about every single Laker fan would agree to without hesitation, just the, the three, it's Magic, Kobe, and Kareem. No and question the, about it. And then and then the last two spots we can go around and around a million times because like to your point. Shaq's a good answer. LeBron's a good answer. Jerry Buss is a good answer. Chick Hearn's a good answer. Jerry West is a good answer. Phil Jackson's a good answer. There's there's a million good answers to the People rest will of those
1: say those Pat Riley. Spots. People Pat say, Riley, you know, sure. that you, you can make that case. But yeah, I, I gotta be honest, this this got so much run. I mean when Jeannie originally made that list. I hate, like I almost feel, I felt bad for Jeannie that she was in that position, in that spot. Um, You know, it's just, you can't, there's no answer you could have that's going to be the right answer. That's the, to be honest with you, there really isn't a right answer to this. And I almost, uh, I felt bad that she was in that position. And here we are two weeks later.
0: Because what she could have said is "Look, I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. That I'm going to leave somebody off. There, we have more than the five most important. There's sure. too many. If you want to give me ten, I'll, I'll do ten, and then I still leave two. And
1: I'll get off. back to you.
0: Right. Right. Let me, <laughs> I, I let me need. I need about.
1: This. I need a couple of days on this.
0: Kobe, Magic, and Kareem are automatics musts, and the yeah. last two are you know your favorite flavor ice cream, whatever you know. Uh, I Doctor, like I, you, I,
1: th- I actually think Doctor Jerry Buss is is a no question about it either. I think there's four right there.
0: I, I, I would he would be on mine he, you know my next two would be bus and it would be Jerry West those would be my five yeah. but if you're telling me that Phil Jackson and Shaquille O'Neal are your choices I can't tell you you're crazy mm-hmm. you know it's it's not like no no no, no. They, they 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 yeah I mean I'd have Jerry Bus too but it's one of those things let me ask you this let me throw this at you real quick what do you got because I'm I'm sitting there. Uh, I got my TV on as we're doing the show. Dodgers are ahead of the Cubs here at, uh, in the top of the eleventh inning, and of course they're doing the runner on second base thing to start. Right, they've pushed a run across. They're ahead five to four.
1: You love this, by the way. You actually, I, I heard you say uh, during one of the breaks. You say you want this to start in the fifth inning, throw somebody <laughs> well, on second base. Maybe in the not fifth. the
0: fifth, but I do like <laughs> it. But it's it's kind of it's already kind of taken on a life of its own where. Mm-hmm. It's you. You don't just need that run in; you need a second one on That's top of the, it. Absolutely, because the other guy's going to get that run in too. Just about three out of four times, right? So, if you get it in, you haven't won the game. You need you've you've basically tied the game. If you're the visiting team, you need to get that second run, and it brings so much decision making into the game right away before even a pitch has been thrown in an inning. You got a million decisions. To make. I absolutely love it.
1: That's uh, it's interesting you say. I, I I'm still going to stick to the kind I'm still gonna stick to I'm not crazy about it like i I feel like it's cheap in a way to get that run in because he's on second to start the inning so i I, I sit on that' agree with that I sit on that still but I will say this that you're right that if you go up four three you don't feel like I mean no it's, it's, gotta get it's the fifth one <laughs> you don't feel like it's that big of a deal um really the, the the bigger deal is if you come out of that half inning and you're still tied that's when you feel like, oh my gosh, we're about to lose this game. Oh no, you, you know what I mean. That, that's the game. And that, that hasn't always happened because we've been watching games, you know, going to extra innings, and it hasn't happened. But it is kind of a fascinating twist to the game of baseball.
0: Like Mookie just smoked one at the shortstop for to end the inning. So it's 5-4. Dodgers have that one-run lead. <laughs> and, they, look, they had a two-run lead last night in extra innings sure. tied up. They mm-hmm. had another lead in the next inning and lost. So go ahead and go figure how that's going to go along the way. All right, you know what comes up in the last segment of the show, right, Slee?
1: We have to do this?
0: We're going to do it every time. It's the dump. Coming up next, Travis uh, Sleep, Morales Seven ten. You only have to say it once. Seven ten. ESPN. Yeah. It, it's no comment. Sec, no it's comment. It's the second time that he doesn't need to do. But yeah. Chris, no comment. Chris, Chris gonna Chris, right? That's the way that it goes. Chris gonna Chris. That's right. Dodgers five to four in the bottom of the eleventh. The Cubs have their runner at second base. So ask me in five minutes if I still like that runner at <laughs> second base, and we'll, we'll we'll see how I'm doing along the way. All right. Let's start with this. Um, this date in history, way back in 1904, I think you were just starting out as a cub reporter. At this point, you were just getting your your uh, feet wet, Slee. Cy Young pitches the first perfect game in modern baseball.
1: Hmm. You know, it's funny. What do you we, remember about that day? Uh, I had tickets. I didn't make that game. I didn't go that game. Um, I uh, I had a cold that day, so I didn't. Uh, I didn't make it that day, <laughs> Trev. You, know,
0: you know what yeah, we have to do? Yeah, we have to we have to change the definition of. Modern baseball. Anything that happened in 1904 is not modern baseball. The damn car hadn't even started rolling out <laughs> yet, right? We got guys were taking horses to the bleeping game. We need stuff. Uh, modern baseball for for our intents and purposes, right? Modern baseball after it,
1: 1929.
0: No, integration, right? That's I'll modern kidding. baseball. Yeah, of course. Right? Of course. It, it, so what is 1947 is the beginning mm-hmm. of modern baseball. Because before then, when guys were riding their horses and dragging their spittoon into the <laughs> dugout, we need to stop calling that modern-day baseball.
1: Uh, what else we have? Anything else uh, this day in history?
0: Uh, well, yeah. 48 years ago today, uh, television actress Tina Yothers was born. Do you know who Tina Yothers is, Slee?
1: uh that's family ties right
0: yeah she was um i, I forget her character's name on the show but she was the little sister
1: that's right that's right i didn't uh i you wasn't to a-
0: add to that to, to uh, any others
1: no uh, no that's a, that's all i got <laughs> what else did you what else did you want me to add
0: well, I just think that the audience is probably all thinking the same thing We'll just let it sit there we don't need to we don't need to point out what's unsaid, but that's that that's fine what were you gonna say
1: I was gonna say that's not one. were you a family ties like were you watching Were you watching is that was that one of your shows?
0: Oh yeah, for sure mm-hmm. uh, uh yeah, Curtis just helped me out Jennifer Keaton Mallory Keaton was the one that I was more um drawn to. She was a more interesting character to me uh Jennifer Keaton far less um interesting to me. <laughs> I'm just going to put it like that. I was was, was 13. I was just kind of, you know, seeing what's going on. I liked liked, uh, Michael J. Fox. He was kind of funny. What was it? Skippy or Scooter or whatever that guy's name was that was the neighbor that would show up? I think it was Skippy.
1: What was the dad's name?
0: Michael? I think Michael. Maybe I'm thinking of the actor that played Batman. I don't know. It all kind of runs together. Happy birthday also on this day, 78 years ago. Kurt Loder. Remember him from MTV sleep
1: Oh, yeah. MTV News, right?
0: Yeah. You By know, the also way. was on MTV News. Who Tabitha, is that? Tabitha Soren, who also had my attention for a period of time.
1: <laughs> you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? How long ago was MTV News? How long ago was that?
0: 25 years ago.
1: I was going to say, was it even maybe more, longer? Maybe 30. I, I, I have no I, I have no idea. I know nothing about MTV, so I don't know what's going on on that network. But what what is going on with that network?
0: I I haven't had MTV on on a television that I own in thirty years. I used to watch it a lot when I was in college. It was always on, and and you'd go to a bar, it would be on. But
1: do you remember uh, where it just like there was no more music? This completely went away from music. Yeah, reality shows, spring break, right? Reality shows and spring break.
0: Tabitha Soren's married to the author Michael Lewis. Did you know that?
1: No, I did not know that.
0: Yeah, how about that? And Michael Lewis, pretty lucky guy. Tabitha Soren, very talented uh, broadcaster along the way. We, did you get? Here's, here's our next one. Did you ever get into uh, May the 4th be with you yesterday? Was that something you cared about?
1: Do you see me on Zoom just shaking my head? You're, you're,
0: you're, not Nothing. only are you not into it, Nothing. I, 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 you're not I get of the sense years? that that you look down your nose at guys that are into it, people that are into it.
1: No, actually, I, I don't mind. You know, there's certain that like Lord of the Rings was everything, or uh, you know, obviously in this case, Star Wars. It just it didn't do anything it's for right. me. No, it just didn't do anything for me. But people love that freaking stuff. I mean, they are so passionate about this stuff. What's wasn't weren't they doing today? They were doing also a was this yesterday or today or someone knows the, the Marvel game they were doing the Pelicans oh, yeah. and the Warriors.
0: Curtis, I have a feeling you're taking offense to all this. Am I right? I, I've been working with Slee for like two years. It doesn't. Yeah, Curtis any knows.
1: Anymore. Yeah. Curtis knows. You're, were you? I know
0: that you're a Marvel guy, right? Curtis.
1: Eh, I, I, I liked, I was a star Wars guy just cause I, I kind of, I grew up with it. It's more like, I remember watching that with my dad and stuff, but besides that Marvel, it's like, I'll catch
0: to catch it, but that's kind of it. Yeah.
1: Let's just say my dad wasn't sitting me down and saying, we're watching star Wars, buddy <laughs>
0: I, I, was, I was all in as a kid. Like I had the cards. I had the toys. I, had, I, I was in there. Now, I also look at the guy that's in his Chewie costume in line to see the movie as the loser that Why
1: do you is. have a poster in the background of <laughs> Star Wars? It's just, I'm saying at some about, time, at some sometimes it's got to end.
0: Let's talk about Leia. I was a big fan of Leia. Leia I liked. Uh, by the way, was she well, the not. only woman in the galaxy? Because as far as I can tell in those movies, the later ones they got, was it Ray? Curtis, help me out here. Yeah. Was it Ray. Ray? There was like three women in the whole thing for the first trilogy, and then they added them in the other two. And yeah, Mon Mothma, she was like the general that was calling the shots.
1: If I sat down with my dad back in the days and said, Dad, you want to watch Star Wars? He'd probably say, go get a job. Go do something, okay? <laughs> yeah, All right, go seven do something. Seven-year-old
0: date. Hey, Slee. <laughs> Put down the Millennium Falcon and go get yourself a paper route, you slacker.
1: We came here as refugees from a country. You want to watch Star Wars? Go get a job, all right? Go do something with your life.
0: Yeah, but this is America. The kids don't do anything other than sit there and watch TV. This is, you want me to be an American? This is how I'm going to roll. That's
1: so funny. No, I Never never was a Star Wars guy.
0: Yeah, I I, I've, I, I want to be super into it, but my kids still like it. I, I I've seen all the movies. I'm not going to lie.
1: Can um, you? Can you tell me this story you wrote in our notes? Man waits 12 hours for White Castle burgers. What's yeah, the story so, behind that?
0: So the bur- uh, White Castle opened a store in Florida, and okay. the line was long, and apparently this guy was really committed to getting some small hamburgers and <laughs> waited in the line for double-digit hours. I, I, look, we talk a lot about food on this show. I am an a aggressive eater. I love to go and eat as much I as, I as, as I I love that word. I'm an
1: aggressive eater.
0: I don't know if there's a burger that I'm waiting more than 15 or 20 minutes. The whole point of going to get a burger at a place is... You're hungry, out, at, that going. hungry, yeah, you're at, hungry at that moment. Yeah, you're hungry at that moment. Look, if if there's, if there's line A is yeah. five minutes mm-hmm. and line B at in and out is 15 minutes, I'll wait longer for that because it's yeah. better, right? But if it's line C is a half an hour, I don't care what it is. I'm not doing that.
1: This, a per- this is a perfect example, Trav. I will drive... 20 more miles to get to the same direction as long as I'm moving, right? <laughs> so, like, yeah. you know, if, if I'm going to be in yes. traffic for 30 minutes or um, I'm going to drive and it's going to be 45 minutes long, I'll take the 45-minute route. I just want to keep moving, and I think that's the same thing goes with food. No, I'm not waiting an if hour for food.
0: Moving, You just keep driving. You just keep driving. You don't You just stop. keep going. You don't yeah, you don't yeah you just don't. Lee, It has been a pleasure. Until next yes, time, my friend, we have another one coming up next Thursday, and then We'll see what happens. We'll after see what that.
1: happens after that.
0: Travis and Slee, seven ten ESPN.